So this is the Vedantic method or prakriya. The first dehatmuttam nivaritam. First of all, the notion that deha is atma is first removed by showing how atma is distinct from the deha, distinct from the body. To remove the complex that I am the body. <coughs> Inanim. The next step is deha vedasya shasattvam sudamuchade. By declaring Atma as different from the Deha or the body, it seems to create the impression that Atma and Deha are different from each other. So now we are showing how, even though Atma is different from the body, body is not different from Atma. Meaning that Atma being different from body does not create any duality. What is duality? When two entities, each enjoying independent degree of reality, they stand apart from each other, that is called duality. Then just two is not called duality. If I stand in front of a parallel meter, many Swami is seen there. There is a hall full of mirrors, in different kinds of mirrors, concave, convex, and then if I stand in the center of the hall, there will be hundreds of swamis. If mirrors are different from each other, each swami will look different from the others. One is this way, depends on the kind of mirror. So merely appearance of many does not make duality. If there are five hundred mirrors in the hall, I stand in center, there are five hundred Swamis. So if you want to offer a cup of tea to Swami, how many cups will you require? Five hundred one? No. Because how many you add up? One plus how many? All those, even though appear as many as five hundred, do not count because in counting one, they are automatically counted. When one Swami has a cup of tea, all of them has. <coughs> yeah. So similarly also looks like there are many Atmas. In the Sankhya we told the argument that if Atma is one, then should it not be? That when one is happy, everybody should be happy. Vedantin says no. Happiness or unhappiness. They say one is born, another is dying. One is happy, other is unhappy. One is bound, other is free. How can the Atma be one? So Vedantin says that to be born and to die is not the nature of Atma, is nature of body. To be happy and unhappy is not the nature of Atma, it is the nature of the mind. So bodies are many. Minds are many. Moods are many. But the self informing all of them is one. Because if you think that Atma is happy and unhappy, of course, and there are as many Atmas as happy people are unhappy people are. Not so. So, that way, 
There is manyness in body, mind, sense complex, manyness in upadi, manyness in costumes. The one manifesting through all the costumes is one. To explain this, Upanishad describes how Ishvara in the beginning of creation created all these names and forms and entered them. Meaning thereby that is one Ishvara alone manifesting through all the names and forms. The variety is not because of the variety in the Atma, it is a variety in costumes. Since habitually we superimpose the attributes of costume on the self, thereby we conclude that the cells are many. Rajyo sarpagrahavayadha. This is sarpa or the snake is superimposed upon Rajyo. So also, these costumes are superimposed upon Atma. And superimposition does not create a real divinity. <coughs> Jivatvam ca mushagnyayam. Jivatvam sense of individuality also is mithya. Because even though Atma has appeared in many, the manyness belongs only to the costume. Atma remains one, all pervasive. And therefore, there is no jivatvam, no individuality. Individuality itself is, is mithya. There is no individuality anywhere. On there is atma, which includes everything, pervades everything. <coughs> so now, that rajju rajju sarpagraho yatha. Just as, like the superimposition upon the snake, of the snake upon the rope, so that example is amplified further in the next word, says here. Rajvagnana akshane naiva Yadvadrajurhisarpini Paditadvachitisakshat Vishwakarena Kevala. Vishwakarena same example, where because of inadequate light, in the twilight time, a Raju or a rope is mistaken to be snake. So it is not a mistake really. It is what we call brahma or delusion. So the snake is superimposed upon the rope. Or you can say the snake appears as a rope. So Vedanta will say that snake is created. Snake is created from the rope. Rope is the cause, snake is the effect. But what is the relation we call in effect here? Snake, rope, without undergoing any change, creates a snake. That means, now, the rope without undergoing the change, if snake is created without the cause, then the rope undergoing change, it can only be if 
snake is an appearance. So the rope appears to the snake. That's the model. Because of what? Because of ignorance. <coughs> the snake also, so Rajyuvaganyat, Shanayanayvan. In a moment, in fact, the snake is created because of ignorance of rope. So you have to his serpent in bhati. How the rope alone appears a snake? Tadva chitihi. Similarly also chitihi the consciousness. Sakshat vishvakarena kevala. Kevala chitihi sakshat vishvakarena bhati. Similarly, just one chiti of consciousness shines as the whole universe. Just as the Raju shines, the rope shines in the snake, and so also the consciousness shines as the whole universe. Meaning that just as the notion of snake is superimposed upon the rope, so also universe or the nature of name and form is superimposed upon consciousness. Therefore, Wherever the name and form is, there the consciousness has to be. Just as rope is the, what we call adhisthanam, substratum. The snake is the dhyaropa, superimposition. So just as the snake is superimposed upon the substratum, namely rope, and so also the names and forms are all superimposed upon the substratum is consciousness. Or asti bhadi priyam. What is consciousness? Asti bhadi priyam. We should not confuse consciousness with sentience. We think that there is consciousness here. No consciousness in the table. Yes, Swami. There is no consciousness in the table. Otherwise, table should have to be conscious. But there is more like sentience. Again, consciousness also has two meanings, that means, you know. So consciousness is manifest in your eye. Yes. So that is the manifestation of consciousness where there is a subtle body. Subtle body, the consciousness, asti bhadi priyam, manifests as life, as a sentient being. Where subtle body is not, as in table and chair, the same astibhadipriyam manifests merely as existence, but not as, not sentiency. So sentiency and insentiency, the other difference is because of the presence or absence of subtle body. What manifests is one astibhadipriyam. But the manifestation is different because of the medium of manifestation. For example, what manifests is one electricity. But then the medium of manifestation is above, then the electricity manifests as light. If the medium of manifestation is fan, then the same electricity manifests as speed, as movement, as heat. That's called, depending upon the medium of manifestation. 
So what is many is a medium, what is one is what manifests. So also there are certain upadhis, like you, yours and mine, where asti bhadi priyam manifests as life. The other upadhis, names and forms as table and chair, the same asti bhadi priyam manifests merely existence. So that this is sentient and then insentient is not because consciousness is present here and absent there, no. It is because that which brings about the manifestation of sentiency is not, is here and not there. Therefore, one is sentient, other is not sentient. Both of them otherwise, nothing but they are both inert, prakash and jaram. As far as the Vedantic terminology is concerned, this also is jaram, meaning this also is not self-shining. Where the subtle body is, the self-consciousness manifests as life, but subtle body is equally inert because it also is not self-shining. So whole universe of names and forms is jara, paraprakashya, whether sentient or insentient. Chinvayam vyapyat saram trailokyam sacharacharam. Sacharacharam, sentient and insentient, whatever is all vyapi, it's all pervaded with chinvayam, meaning by consciousness. <coughs> and that's the reason why wherever you go you must find consci- what is consciousness? Asti, bhati, priyam is consciousness. We should not confuse consciousness with sentience. You think that where consciousness is present, the thing must necessarily be sentient and there must be conscious. No, that consciousness is the function of mind, understand? That I am conscious of power and conscious of this is all function of mind. <coughs> where mind is not there, that kind of consciousness is not there. But asti bhati prem is always there. Therefore, what is this part? What is? What shines? What is there? Asti bhati priyam. What is what? Name and form. What is name and form? Superimposition upon asti bhati priyam. You follow? Take any object. The name and form is superimposed upon asti bhati priyam. This name and form of this object, what is it? If you split it apart and, and, and want to investigate what, what is the essence of this thing, what will happen? Keep on dividing and subdividing and subdividing and, and what will remain? Nothing will remain, nothing tangible remain there, what remains only existence, that's all. The, the one inquires existence remains and self-shining asti bhati remains priya. So thus you take anything in the world, it reduces to asti bhati priya, which cannot be reduced further. It is the what they call irreducible substance. You cannot be reduced further. So anything 
good, bad or indifferent, understand? Sainturasina, Mantarana atom, ocean or drop of water, take anything. All of that can be, will be reduced to simple asti, bhati, priya. Meaning that the truth of anything is that it is. That it shines, that it is dear. Asti, bhati, that's the only truth here. This is what? Many physicists also tell us that this tangible matter is nothing but intangible energy, is it not so? Energy manifests as this tangible matter. This tangibility is relative, understand? Depends on the spirit of the observer. If you are sitting, riding, on a space ship or something, of which the speed can be increased at your will. As your speed increases, this thing slowly and slowly loses its tangibility, loses its shape and form. And if you suppose ride at the speed of the light, this one disappears. So the, Einstein demonstrated all of this. So how the solid, you know, all these walls and the shapes, they all start becoming blur and blur and blur as the speed of observer increases and disappears. Meaning that this is also a projection depending on how you observe it. <coughs> Anyway, this is, doesn't matter. What I'm saying is that what, what appears tangible is only a standpoint because what it is is nothing but energy manifesting as that. That's how far physics can go. But what is that energy? We'll say that consciousness manifests as energy. It's what we call prakruti. A prakruti of primordial matter is that energy. But as far as we are concerned, that prakriti is not the most fundamental principle. The most fundamental principle is consciousness, which manifests as prakriti, which manifests as the universe of names and forms. So consciousness manifesting as the universe of names and forms. Therefore, wherever you probe, it leads you to consciousness, which is asti bhati kriya. <coughs> Just as the same consciousness shines the whole dream world. That is very simple to understand. Chitta Chaitanya Vilasa Dadrupunavaram. This poet saying Narsimata says Chitta Chaitanya Vilasa Dadrupunavaram. Chitta Chaitanya is consciousness. Alone manifests this, this universe. So bhati dadda chiti saksha. Chiti or consciousness shines in the whole universe. <coughs> Vishwa karen kevala. Chiti does not require anything other than itself to create the universe. 
to create the whole universe, the chitti or consciousness does not require anything other than itself. It is a material cause. We have discussed this earlier. How can consciousness become material cause? Because material cause should necessarily undergo a transformation to become effect. Like the clay should undergo a transformation to become a part. But consciousness by its nature is unchanging, changeless. How can it get transformed into the universe? The only way is when consciousness doesn't get transformed as the universe. Consciousness just shines as universe. The universe is not real, it is merely an appearance. Consciousness appearing as the universe. Bhari Dadva Chidi Sakshat Vishwakarana Kevala Kevala Chidi, one non-dual consciousness alone. Since the whole universe of name is an appearance, does not create duality, just as I shine as many, many swamis in the mirrors and they do not cause duality also, so Chidi shines in the whole universe. It's not counted second because you count Chidi, everything is counted. You count gold, all ornaments are counted. You count one swami, all of them are counted. Meaning that mithya is not counted separate because mithya does not have its own existence, independent existence. <coughs> Therefore, the universe does not stand apart from consciousness because chitti alone manifests the universe. So just as the snake does not stand apart from the rope, the rope snake example, and so also the universe which is manifestation, superimposition, does not stand apart from chitti or consciousness itself. Therefore, there is no duality. <coughs> So same thing is stayed in the next one here. Upadanam prapanchasya Brahmano nyanna vidyate Tasmat sarva prapanchoyam Brahmai vastina chetarata Prapanchasya upadhanam. Prapancha means this universe. <coughs> upadhanam, the material cause of this prapancha. <coughs> Brahmana anyat navidyade. Brahman, you call it chiti, consciousness. Call it Brahman. Call it Atma. It's the same thing. What is that different? But then, Atma also means that is all-pervasive. Self of all, substratum of all. Chitta means consciousness, which also is, is illumining everything and sustaining everything, so it amounts to the same thing. Brahman also means the self of the universe. So, uh, earlier the word used was Chitti. Before that, Atma. In this verse, Brahman. Upadanam prapanchasya brahmana anyat navidyade. Prapanchasya upadanam, the material cause of the universe. Brahmana anyat navidyade is not apart from Brahman. Brahman is the material cause of the universe. That is, it's chiti. 
A consciousness is the material cause. No, Brahman, call it Brahman or consciousness is changeless. How can changeless be the material cause? Not in the primary sense, only in the sense that what is caused or what is created is appearance or mitya. Therefore, Brahman or Chiti does not require anything other than itself. To create the world it will require. To appear as well it doesn't require. The rope snake example, the snake was really created and you require something other than rope. Snake is an appearance, rope is enough for the appearance of snake. So also, asti bhadi priyam. You call it atma, call it chiti, call it brahman. Is alone because it doesn't require anything other than itself for, for appearance of the universe. There is no real creation. Why is this? Appearance. So Vedanta says that there is no real creation anywhere. All there is is just appearance. What do you mean, Swami, no creation? There is no change. All that is superimposition. This is what Vedanta says. Any kind of creation is nothing but the superimposition or mere appearance, there is no real creation. So then this Sankhya and others say, wait a minute, is it not that the milk gets transformed to curd? Is it not that the milk gets transformed as curd? How do you say there is no transformation? The curd gets transformed as buttermilk, that gets transformed as butter, that answer is ghee, so this is all transformation. The gold gets transformed into ornaments and clays, pots and pans. How do you say there is no transformation? Vedantin says no transformation. Because you say milk gets transformed as curd. What is milk? Milk is milk. What is milk? Some molecules? which are some atoms, some atomic particles, means what? Asti, bhati, priyam. The real substance in milk. As far as Vedanta is concerned, only substance is what? Brahman, asti, bhati, priyam or conscious. There is no other substance. Asti, bhati, priyam appears as milk. So one appearance of asti, bhati, priyam is called milk. Other appearance of asti is called curd. A third appearance is called yogurt, I mean, you know, buttermilk, and butter, and ghee, and whatever you want. Because if you take ghee, what is it? asti priya Any name and form ultimately reduces to asti priya There is no substance left. In pot also, if you reduce this part is most fundamental, it simply reduces to what? Asti, leaving nothing else, no tangible, no substance is left. For a physicist, it gets reduced to energy. For Vedanta, it gets reduced to asti bhadi, consciousness. No substance. Substance is all what? Nothing but appearance. It just throws it off, that's all, that's only substantial thing. There's no, no substantial wall. Oh, there's no, no, there's no mitya wall. 
Oh, Swami, you can walk through that? So this is a question, no? Yeah? You know, you know, wall is also mitya, yes. Can you go through the wall? No. Now how can you call it mitya? So not going also is mitya. Yeah? So why do you say going alone is here? So he said about a Vedant, and you know, he was walking along a narrow road and then with uh, a couple of people and then uh, it seems that an elephant is coming from the opposite direction and that fellow shouts, hey, Granave, Granave, it is a mad elephant, and he runs away. An elephant goes. So the person says, Swami, you say that is elephant is mitya? He says, yeah. Why did he run away? Running away also is mitya. It's not a joke, it is true. We are too emotional and too attached, that's why we can't, you know, even if this is not Mitya. Once you have that emotion, business and attachment, become purely objective. There is no difference between this and that and this. For a physicist, there is no difference. Ultimately everything comes from molecules and atoms and basic atoms are the same stuff. And then you go to electrons and this, that and that. So same stuff makes up, you know, even organic matter, inorganic matter, all of them reduce the same substance. Is not so? I mean, am I right? And sometimes organic, inorganic differences created in the process called sension in sension, you know. Organic is sentient, inorganic is sentient. But it all reduces the same stuff, which according to us further reduces to asti bhati priya. Think about it, and this is true. Just our emotion and attachment, and this is atma, and this is this, and that is that, and then keep crying and weeping and all of that stuff is okay, that you can do if you. But then, there is no valid reason for doing that. Tasmat sarapapanchoyam brahmiyavastena chetarat So in as much as clay is the material cause of all the pots and pans, so let's say, so all pots and pans are nothing but clay, is it not so? In as gold is the material cause of all the ornaments, so what are they? Nothing but there may be thousand ornaments, but really there is only one goal. So effect is never separate from material cause. Effect is manifestation of material cause. So ornament is not separate from goal. Ornament is nothing but manifestation of goal. Goal manifesting is bangle and earring, etc. Is it not so? Meaning that it is upadhanakaranam or material cause material cause that manifests as effect. Clay, the material cause, manifests as pots and pans. Gold, the material cause, manifests as ornaments. So what's the rule? Material cause manifests as the effect. If Brahman is the material cause of the universe, then what? Brahman manifests as the whole universe. So just the effect is not counted separate from material cause. Ornament is effect, cannot be counted as separate from gold which is material cause. 
the pot is in effect, cannot be counted separate from clay which is the material cause. So also the whole universe of names and forms is in effect, cannot be counted as separate from the material cause which is what? Asti bhati priyam. Satchit ananda or satyam jnana ananda meaning Brahma. Tasmat sarva the whole prapanja is what? Brahma yavasthya na chetaradhyava. This prapanja is what Brahma? So can, can effect create a, a duality from cause? No. Effect is nothing but the cause appearing in that form. What is the universe? Brahman or Atma appearing as the universe. And therefore, the universe of Papancha cannot stand apart from Atma. Therefore, there cannot be duality between Prapancha and Atma. Well, Atma is independent of Prapancha. Prapancha is not independent of Atma. Whereas clay is independent of the pot, pot is not independent of clay. Whereas Atma, Brahman, Astivadi, Prims is independent of Prapancha, Prapancha is not independent and therefore it cannot be counted second, there is no duality therefore. <coughs> but you say Atma is all pervading, all pervading. Atma pervades everything, Brahman pervades everything. So when you say Brahman pervades everything, then Brahman is called pervader. If something, you know, and everything is pervaded, you know. So Brahman pervades everything, you follow? So everything is pervaded, and Brahman is that which pervades. So looks like the one that pervades, and one that is pervaded. So pervades and pervaded. In Sanskrit, Vyapya and Vyapaka. Vyapaka, that which pervades. Vyapya, that which is pervaded. So, clay is that which pervades. And thought is that which is pervaded. Clay is Vyapaka. Thought is Vyapya. Ornament is Vyapya. What is Vyapaka? Gold is Vyapya. So name in form is what? Name in form is what? Vyapya. And what is Vyapaka? Asti Vadipya. So now there are two entities. Vyapya, Vyapaka. Vyapaka is one, Vyapya is another one. Vyapaka, Asti Mahadipram. Vyapya, name and form. So then, don't they enjoy, you said there is no relationship, don't they enjoy the relation Vyapya, Vyapaka? What is pervaded is always different from what pervades. Jagat is pervaded by Brahman, so Brahman is that which pervades, Jagat is what is pervaded, so then that difference remains. Katham, how do you say that Prapanji is Brahman? Brahman pervades and Prapanji is pervaded. So pervaded is different from pervaded. Therefore, Prapanji is different. You follow? What is our usual experience? What is pervaded is different from what pervades. 
The space pervades the hall. Hall is different, pervaded. Space pervades. Jagat is pervaded. Brahman is having pervades. So that difference does it not remain. So next verse is Vyapyavyapakatamitya Sarvamatme Dishasana Itignate Paretatve Vedasyavasarakrutaha Vyapya Vyapakata Mithya is whole idea of something pervading and something pervaded in fact is mithya. Meaning what is pervading, what is what pervades is what is pervaded is not is separate from what pervades. What is pervaded is not separate from what pervades. This ornament is pervaded, vyapya. What pervades? The gold. Vyapaka. So ornament is Vyapya. Gold is Vyapaka. Can you say that, say that the ornament stands apart from gold? Although we use the expressions Vyapya and Vyapaka, when you use different words, in your mind, the idea is that they are two entities. Because each word has its own meaning. And therefore, when this is called Vyapya and gold is called Vyapaka, naturally two meaning words are there, two meanings are there, therefore they refer to two separate entities. Says so no. Because what pervades is the material cause. What is pervaded is the effect. And an effect is never separate from material cause. Basic principle of Vedanta. The effect never stands apart from cause, material cause. Effect is nothing but the material cause in a different configuration. Effect is nothing but the appearance of material cause. Therefore, effect cannot pose a duality with reference to material cause. That ananyatvam aramana shabdarivasa upanishadvabhrahmasutra says, Jagat is not separate from Brahman. Because Aramanam, what is created is Mithya. Mithya never stands apart from Satyam. Sarum Atmedi Shasanad. What is Shasanam? Shasanad Shastra. We have the word Shastra means what? Scripture. What is called Shasanam? Shasanad Shastra. Shas. Shas means to teach or instruct. Shas also means to rule, but Shas also means to teach. So Shastra. The Karvakanda is called Shastram because it rules. Do this and do that. <coughs> Upanishad is Shastram because it teaches. 
So, Saram Atma Yishasana, by the statement of the Upanishad, Saram Atma, what is his Atma? How does the Upanishad? So, there is Upanishad called Taitriya Upanishad. The Taitriya Upanishad describes the process of creation. How does it describe? It says, Tasmadva, Etasmad, Atmana, Akasha, Sambhuta. From that Brahman, which is this Atma, Tasmadva, Etasmad, Atmana. Tasmad, from that Brahman, Etasmad, Atma, which is Atma. So already two things are said to be one, by the way. From that Brahman, which is Atma, Akasha Sambhutaha, the space emerged. And then from space, air, from air, fire, and so forth. So that very statement says, Atmana is the fifth case. It's called Apadana Panchami, the fifth case used for denoting material cause. From clay, the part comes, from Atma, the space came. So Atma is what? Material cause. Space is the effect. Effect never stands apart from material cause. So space never stands apart from Atma, from which it emerges. Akasha is again fifth case. So Akasha, which is material cause, Vayu, the air, element air comes. Vayoho, Vayoho, Agni, fifth case. From Vayu or air, which is material cause, emerges fire. Agnehe, Apa. What is Agnehe? Which case is that? Agnehe. Hmm? Fifth case of which, of which word? Agnehe. So Agnehe. Fifth case of word Agni. From Agni or from fire? Water. In each case, fifth case, each previous one is the material cause, each following the effect. Effect is never apart from material cause. It is material cause that in fact manifests as effect. So, Atma manifested as Akasha. Akasha further manifested as Vayu. Vayu further manifested as Agni. Agni further manifested as water, as earth, as the plants and trees, as the food, as the body, as the whole world. So ultimately, what is the original thing manifesting? Atma alone manifesting to all the different stages. It is like this, in this describe Swami says, this is a chain made of Various rings, you know. I don't see anything. Let us say, you make the rings and make chain. So, the beginning with a lump of gold. That will transform into a bar. From that, you made a wire. That you cut into pieces. You make those rings. From there, you make the chain. Now, every time the name is different. First a lump of gold becomes a bar, becomes a wire, becomes pieces, becomes rings, becomes chain. 
The name changes, the form changes. Does the substance change? It is gold alone that gets different names, is it not so? Gold is the material cause that itself gets different names at different stages. So here, what is the material cause? Atma, Atma, Chaitanya is the original material cause. From that comes Akasha space. From that air, from that fire, from that water, from that earth. Like first lump of gold, then a rod, then a wire. The name changes, the form changes, the substance, does it change? It all means that it is gold alone, that is at all the stages, and gold pervades each one of them. Gold alone is there as chain. So also Atma alone is Akasha. That alone is the different name of Atma. That modifies as why another name. At all stages is what? Nothing but Atma. Therefore, what's the whole universe? Just as the whole universe of ornaments is only gold, whole universe of waves is nothing but water, so the whole universe of names and forms is what? Satna. Asti, Bhati, yeah. Sarvam Atmeri Shasanat. Upanishad, everything is Atmei Vedam Sarvam, all of this is Atma. Itignyate Paritatve, thus Paritatve Gnyate. When you know Paratatva, when you know the ultimate reality, which is what? The Self, which is Astimhadipiyam. You see that the names and forms, they do not stand apart from the Self, nothing but manifestation of Self. There is a duality. A child does not know that what appears in the mirror is him himself. So when a child stands in front of a big mirror and sees something and then starts crying, or starts playing, one of the depends on the child. Or a little, little, what do you call it, a bird, a sparrow. Mirror over a wash basin. Now it is fighting with the fellow or playing, I don't know what it is, but then it does, thinks that there is a different entity inside. Ignorance alone causes the notion of duality. What appears is, for the, we are all enlightened, so when we look at the mirror, I mean reflection, we are not deluded. If the mirror happens to be a distorted mirror and my reflection appears distorted, then also I am not deluded. Yes, something has happened to me. In Amdavad itself we have a garden, we have, we have a park for children called Balwari. In there there is a room. With their place, variety of big, huge mirrors, concave mirrors, convex mirrors. You stand in front of them. You look very funny, you look like this. Like that. Do I start crying? Oh, what happened to me? No. Everybody laughs. Why? Because this is all mithya. I know that I have become that without undergoing any change. Thank God. Without undergoing any change, I appear as that. So many Atmas, Swamis are created. 
So, iti jnate pare tatpe. When you know who you are, when you saw all those things, then recognize you alone. As long as I think that I am this body, so long I see all of these are different. But when I recognize that I am simple asti bhati priyam, conscious alone I am, this merely medium of manifestation of consciousness, a costume put on by me, the manifest one manifesting through the costume is what? Self, Brahman, consciousness, Astimhadivya. Iti jnate pare tatve when the param tatva means when the truth, true nature of myself is known, that it is known, everybody's true nature is known. Do I need to separately then know you? That, oh, just as in this costume, this Astimhadivya, but that costume is different. No, it is costume. Same Astimhadivya in that costume, that costume. Whether it is ant or whether it is Brahmaji, whatever it is, any name and form, I realize when I see myself in the Stivadipriyam, as the self of this one, I recognize that what is is nothing but manifestation. I. Vedasya Avasarapuda. It is the occasion for any duality or division at all. When Paramatattva is known, if Atma is known as a Jiva-Atma, as an individual, nothing but duality. Vishnushan analysis from identification is Upadhi. But I mean, Upadhi is Upadhi. Costume is costume. Then I see that the king also is the same, beggar also is the same, minister also is the same, all those are the same. Same actor. But the question is, I see this new world, how can you call it Mithya? I see it all, you know, I see the whole world, tangible world, you know. And some fellows like me, some fellows don't like me, some fellows do this, how can you call it Mithya? So next one says, Shutya Nivaritam Nunam Nanatvam Samukhenahe Katham Bhaso Bhavedanya Sthite Chadvekarane Shutyani Varitam Nunam Nunam Suddenly, Sutya Somkhenahi Nanatvam Nivaritam. In her own words, the Shudhi has denied or dismissed the duality. <coughs> what is the statement there? Neha Nanasti Kinchana. Very famous statement. Neha Nanasti here in Brahman, there is no duality whatever. Then mṛtyo samutyam gacchati asatha. Manasai nevam aptavyam neya nānāstikinchana. Upanisha says that you have to see this fact in your mind, that there is no duality. Where? In Brahman. In Uparana Karana. 
If you consider the reality as name and form, there is duality. But if you realize that the name and form is nothing but the upanakarana, material cause, then material cause being one in Brahman, in that material cause, there is no duality. So, sokhenei shrutya nanatvam nivayata, without, without any doubt. So, some statements may not be very clear, some statements may leave room for questioning, or room for different interpretations. Spashta Brahmalinga, spashta. So sometimes Brahman may be talked about, but may not be very clear. Some statements sometimes lend themselves for different interpretations. Then you may not be able to arrive at the definite understanding. But some statements are very clear. Nehananasti kinchana. Yeah. In Brahman, Kinchana, whatever, Nana, Nasti, there is no duality, whatever in Brahman. No statement like that leaves no doubt at all. So Nunam is ascertained very firmly by the Shruti that in Brahman there is no duality. <coughs> Nanatvam, Nivayatam, so Shruti in her own words, so we gave the Yukti earlier. What is yukti? The reasoning is that the effect is never separate from material cause. Number one, that Brahman is the material cause, therefore the universe, the effect cannot be separate from the material cause. Number two, the superimposition can never be separate from adhisthanam. Like snake is superimposition, can never be separate from rope which is adhisthanam. Or the appearance cannot be separate from reality. Mithya cannot be separate from satyam. The superimposition cannot be separate from substratum. The effect cannot be separate from the material cause. Three reasons are given. So Atma is the material cause. Universe is the effect, therefore cannot be separate from Atma. Atma is substratum. Universe is superimposed, therefore it cannot stand separate from Atma. Atma is reality. Appears as Mithya, that is the universe, cannot be separate. Now Shruti is quoted. Yukti is given, but this is your, where are you getting this from? So we are getting it from Shruti. So we are providing reasoning, which is not created by us. It is reasoning merely in keeping of what the Shruti says. Vedantin provides not proving logic. The logic that we provided is not proving logic, it is supporting logic. My eyes tell me that this is orange color. My mind says, wait a minute, it can't be orange. I left a yellow cloth in yesterday, how can it be orange? And so, now, the logic I provide, then it will be nothing, not proving logic. Proving is only by eyes. The logic will be very different. Somebody has been brought it here. Maybe they changed it. They washed it. They take away every day, you know, and they wash it. So maybe a different color has come. So when I say that this orange, I cannot provide reason to disprove it. No other pramanam can disprove what one pramanam says, meaning that when I say that this is orange color, no reason can disprove it. 
So Shruti says, Nehananastikinchana. There's no duality, whatever, all there is is one non-dual, then reasoning cannot disprove it. So we provide the supporting reasoning, not proving logic, but the supporting logic to explain the statement. Nanatva nivarena advaikane abhinamitavara brahmanisthade that Brahman is both the material as well as efficient cause, one non-dual. When that is there, appearance cannot be separated from it. <coughs> so not only Shruti asserts the non-duality, but condemns duality. That's also important. Then Ninda also is important. So says the next verse. Doshopi viheta shrutya, Mrityor mrityum sagachari, Iha pasyati nanatvam, Mayaya vanchito naraha. Shrutya doshopi viheta not only Shruti asserts a non-duality, but also it condemns the duality. How? Mrityo samuttim gacchadi yehanane vapachi. You have to know all the Upanishads to understand this text. The thing is, see, we told you, this is supposed to be a preliminary text, introductory text, to prepare us for studying Upanishads. But when will you know this? You have to know all these Upanishads where then only you can understand the words and you can understand the words if you understand Upanishads. That is all, you know. So says, Dhoshopiveta Shrutya Vrityosamatyam Gachyati. Now you don't know why, but if you know Upanishads, then you know where it is coming from. Vrityosamatyam Gachyati Yehenaneva Pashyati. Upanishad says, this one goes from one death to the other. Who says nana or duality, he goes from one death to the other. Where is duality? When I look upon the world as different from me, and myself as different from the world, what there is in life is nothing but death. That means all suffering. From one suffering to the other. So what does Upanishad say? All suffering is caused from, because of what? Because of looking upon the world or anybody else as separate from me and myself separate from them. Moment we see division. With anybody, what is there is Vrutyu. What is there is fear. What is there is suspicion. What is there is insecurity. What is there is suffering. That's all there is. Vrutyo samurtyum gachari yeh pashyadi. The Upanishad's diagnosis of this repeated cycle of birth and death, or as the Swami would say, not merry go round, but the samsara is what? Sorrow go round. What's it called according to Upanishad? Yeh nāna One who sees as though duality. There's no duality, but you still see. That is enough to create all the miseries in life. See, this is the Vedanta's Diagnosis, you know, for our, the, 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 the disease of samsara. 
Swami, you don't know. What do you know? You don't know how the world is. You don't know. What do you know? You keep talking about Vedanta and then this, this, so what? You try to solve the problem once by saying non-duality. See how it works. Find this All right. So that is what it is. Look at that fellow closely. Who is that fellow? Is body that fellow? Is mind that fellow? Who is that fellow? You find nothing but consciousness. Others are all what? Nothing but the costume. Who is this fellow or fairy? Who is that? Also, same consciousness in the If I recognize myself as consciousness in a given costume, then everybody returns to that. Is it not so? All the Build-up is there on account of seeing the division. In one there cannot be any problem because suppose my hand, you know, does this. Do I punish my hand? Suppose my teeth, you know, they crush the tongue. Do I punch the teeth? I don't. It's only one. If teeth were different and tongue was different, then that would be a different thing, you know. Then there will fight between them. Sometimes this hand, this itself, by mistake, you know, you don't punish this hand, you don't punish your leg, you don't punish because it's you. So you realize that this is I. There is a question of punishing. Who is punishing what? Whom? Who is hurting whom? Meaning that moment I change my perception to what really it is. Is one self, one I. Manifesting is all different forms. What's the big deal of a man? How much importance can we give to manifestation to appearance? Oh, this ornament is miserable, then whatever shape it is, you know. But it's gold. So, this, as Swami used to say, you know, then these fellows are fighting. The bangle is in the air, and then this chain is in the, you know, in the, in the neck. The bangle becomes very. Jealous of Jain. I'm always worn by this, no, this is a maid servant wearing this bangle. And all the time he's banging and that's called his bangle, you know. He keeps on banging with vessels, utensils and clothes. And the poor thing is all the time suffering. How protective this Jain is. How nice would it be? That poor chain says, now how lucky this bangle is. Nobody looks at me because it's always covered with cloth, you know. And everybody looks at this and it shines in the sunlight and, you know, so it draws attention of everybody. So moment the separation is created, divide is created, there cannot be nothing but jealousy, nothing but insecurity, nothing but fear. And he says, that's what causes misery, nothing else. And I can hold on to that and you can do whatever you want to do, nothing, nothing will change. As long as duality is asserted, so long nothing can change. The only way to solve the problems is recognizing that it all arises from division. And division that I have created, my mind creates, not division that really exists. These Bengals can fight with these fellows and they can do what they want as long as they think that we are separate, recognizing that this is myself.
And gold is also gold. Everything disappears. Moment you see yourself, that's the way to resolve the problem in the mind. Suppose the mind is working up with something. As I say, we don't need anything other than our mind to get worked up anyway and become miserable. So when the mind is working up, remind the mind, hey, wait a minute. Who are you bothered about? Who are you talking about? Oh, Swami, is that person? And who is that person? Oh, don't you know Swami, that person? Yeah, who is that person? What is the reality of that person? What is the costume part? What is the real part? Realize the same asti, bhati, priyam, consciousness, self alone manifests there. Who are you fighting with? And so, this ultimate solution to all the problems. Mrityosa mrityam gachadi, yehen nanayava pashadi. Upanishad says, one who is devoured, he goes from one death to the other, meaning every moment there is death. Every moment there is conflict. Every moment there is suffering when there is a perception of duality. So, even Shruti herself, doshopi veta shrutya, mrityor mrityum sagachari, ye pashyati nanatvam. Ye nana, nanayva pashyati. Maya, go all right. How much can we say because we can't blame anybody really for saying duality? The author gives also an explanation. How can we do this? Maya, vanchito, nara. Human being is cheated by Maya. He is misguided by Maya. He is taken for a ride by Maya. And so he sees what is not there. And he creates duality which is not there. That is because of the intoxication of Maya. So any seeing person will not do that. He is deceived by Maya. So when you get intoxicated, then you see all kinds of things, isn't it? See all kinds of things. So we see all kinds of things which are not there. The intoxication makes me imagine so many things which are not there. And so also intoxication of ignorance, intoxication of maya makes me think the duality, division which are not there. And then watches me suffering, maybe laughing. So maya, manchika, so ultimately poor maya. Somebody, somebody has to be blamed, you know. Nidyam kiriyavavartat avartantara mashuvai vajanto janmano janma levante naiva nivrutim nirrutim. So, Upanishadashi says, this describing state of this poor fellow, says Nidyam kita evavartat, same author, I mean same tikakara, he has written this book called Panchadashi. In that book Panchadashi describes this. Just as a river, a little worm is being swept and goes into one whirlpool and the last struggle comes out just to go to another whirlpool, comes out third whirlpool, mrityosa mrityum gachari. Avartat, avartantaramashvai, immediately from one whirlpool goes to another whirlpool. Similarly this poor jiva, 
त्यजंतु जन्मनो जन्म लवंते नेव निर्वृतिम सो पोअर जीवात्मा फ्रॉम वन वर्ल्ड इज वन एम्बॉयमेंट गुस्ट नॉट वन फ्रॉम द थर्ड वन एंड इट नेवर गेट्स रिस्पेक्ट ऑल ऑफ दिस इज बिकॉज ऑफ सींग ज्वालिटी सींग ज्वल इज डिविजन फीलिंग आई एम एक्सक्लूडेड बाय अदर्स अदर्स एक्सक्लूड मी आई एक्सक्लूड दैम दे एक्सक्लूड मी नेट्स so this is what the vedanta's uh, solution is vedanta's the diagnosis you know it diagnoses the cause of suffering ye nahi ho pashyati even sees the duality <coughs> and so but if duality was real and if you see it's okay but it's not there it's projected <coughs> So all these verses are to say that there is no division. Nothing stands apart from Atma. Atma stands apart from everything, but nothing stands apart from Atma. B is equal to A. A is not equal to B. Atma is not equal to B. Atma is not Jagat. Atma is apart from Jagat, but Jagat is not apart from Atma. <coughs> okay. पूर्णमदूर्णमुदच्यते पूर्णस्य पूर्णमादाय पूर्णमेवशिष्य ओ शाशाचार्य केशव वादरायण सूत्रभाष्यत वंदे भगवतौनपुनश्वरो गुरात्मे मूर्ति भेद विभागिने व्योमेहाय दक्षिणामूर्त नम ओ शाति 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 हरि ओम